0: Hey guys, welcome to the Restless Podcast. I'm your host, Elias Farza. I'm a recording artist, songwriter, content creator, and just another 20-something trying to figure it all out. We'll be sharing the stories of creatives, entrepreneurs, and young successful people on how they got to where they are and the risks they took to get there. I'm recording this at the wonderful Beacon Hill Recording Studios. And if you're interested in keeping up with us day to day, you can follow us on our social media at Restless Podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe, tell your friends about us, and rate us. Let's get on with the show. Welcome back to the show, guys. We are so excited for our next guest. If you're from El Paso, then you're most likely already following her. She's a personal trainer, endorsed fitness athlete, and she reps for apparels, supplements, and manages a social media for X-bands. Fresh off the plane from LA Fit Expo, you can always find her spreading her knowledge on fitness, health, and wellness on her Instagram. She keeps it real and opens the conversation for what she's passionate about. Welcome to the Restless Podcast, Jovi Castillo.
1: Hi. Hi, girl. How's it going? I'm super excited. Happy to be here and I like that intro a lot. That was more than what I expected. I, I expected, like, oh, this is Jovi personal trainer. All right, let's get to the podcast. Yeah. And that was that was really nice. So thank you. You're
0: welcome. You're welcome. Well, we'd like to make our guests feel special, of course. And just I really am excited to have you here, especially this being your first podcast. It is. Because I know you have a really good following on Instagram, but I love your content. I love thank how you're you. always sharing you know, knowledge or articles or different things that, um, that you're passionate about. And it's like really intriguing because a lot of people don't do that. They just show like their butts and
1: yeah and and i mean i show my butt too don't <laughs> yeah. you can go check guys i have don't my get butt twisted. in there <laughs> but yeah don't get a twist i show my nalgas, okay <laughs> but here's the thing i like to be open about what i feel is important i like to be myself i've always been very very goofy and silly since i was a little girl and i feel like it's important to keep your personality keep your character instead of try to look perfect all the time if that makes sense because I feel like a lot of um, people in the fitness world they're amazing people but they hide and they don't show their true personality and I feel like that's just not good so I like to show myself and just be silly as whenever I want you know yeah and I love that because I
0: think even just outside of the fitness it's like everyone has a persona on Instagram Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's just like I'm too cool, or I'm too this, or mm-hmm. I'm too super sexy. Or maybe those people, yeah, yeah
1: and, and I feel like it's kind of exhausting to, like, want to be sexy all the time, yes. so there's nothing wrong <laughs> with not being perfect or not being sexy. Like we said, it's okay to show yourself and show your true colors. Yeah. So that's what I'm about, and... um A little while ago, you know, we talked about the whole breast augmentation thing. And Mm -hmm. that's something for sure that we'll get into because I am very open about it. Just because there's people, there's women that don't understand what could potentially happen when you get breast implants. I didn't know about this stuff. I heard little stories here and there, but it wasn't as blown up as it is now. Mm -hmm. And people weren't raising awareness like they are now. So I feel like it's my duty to show people like, hey, guys, this is what could happen. So... You know, just educating people. Just so on that. you know, mm-hmm. yeah, and just so you know, not to scare anybody, but this is what could happen. So we'll definitely get into that. Yeah, you can ask me whatever questions you want, as far as that goes, because I'm sure a lot of women, you know, listen to this podcast. Yeah, so they might find that very valuable.
0: Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so before we get into that, yeah. let's mm-hmm. start from the beginning.
1: How did you get into fitness and becoming a personal trainer? it's crazy okay so what happened was I got into working out and fitness because of my I would say my family has always been very healthy very active my dad taught me how to lift weights so I would lift weights in the garage I remember lifting weights in like middle school in my garage by myself yeah like so cool that's just (laughs) what I wanted to do and I always tried to like get little workouts in here and there like I remember being in high school and just like working out extra just because I wanted to like sit-ups push-ups crunches things like that I would just do it um very simple things like that i remember being involved in different sports so i tried everything like even though i sucked like at <laughs> basketball softball i sucked at those things okay in middle school i think they made me a manager for basketball and it was so much fun But yeah, I just, I wasn't good at that sport. So I ended up (laughs) staying as a manager and then um, I tried swimming. I tried gymnastics. I tried all these different things. Um, So I've always been willing to try something new, even if I fail at it. Um, But I was always, always into sports, always into being active, healthy. And um, when I left high school, that's when I really got into lifting weights. And I I got a membership at Planet Fitness when I was um, a freshman in college, like, you know, fresh out of high school. And, um, I would just go there for like two hours, do a bunch of cardio and lift weights, whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's just what I did. It's just cause I wanted to do it. Yeah. Um, but my dad is definitely the one that got me into lifting weights the most. Um, he's the one that got me into bodybuilding and let me understand or help me understand like the different, you know, epic bodybuilders, like Ronnie Coleman, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like he's the one that showed me all that stuff. And then a few years after high school, this was probably like, Oh my gosh. Like I get the years so confused now because time goes by so fast, but I think it was either six to maybe six to seven years ago. Okay. Six to seven years ago, um, uh, a former boyfriend that I had, uh, we were going to a gym and he ended up switching gyms where he was personal training at. And it happened to be new youth fitness on the West side.
0: Lizzie's yes so that's where I met
1: Shane and Lizzie and get this I was a member there my ex-boyfriend was a trainer there and um I got along really well with Shane and Lizzie and I would just be there to work out you know and um I remember prepping for a show I forgot what show I think the Dennis James classic or something and um I remember as time went by Shane was like Jovi you'd be a really good personal trainer. I think because he loves to um, push people. He likes to um, show people their potential and stuff like that. And I don't know, he saw something in me or whatever it was. And yeah. he just told me, you should be a personal trainer. And I was like, you know, it's something I've thought of for the past years, but I didn't want to yet because I wanted to have more experience and know what I was doing and be good at it. So I ended up listening to him and um, we had a new you East Side location. Oh, really? So, yes. Wow. So I shadowed Shane and I think Lizzie for a little bit at the West Side location. And then I went to the East Side because I'm from the East Side.
0: Yeah, me too. So you are too? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were from the West Side. No, I'm just always over there. <laughs> me too, girl. That's how That's <laughs> how like, I am too. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. So I was over there um, on the East Side for a little bit, maybe a year or so. And then I just um, went on to different gyms after that. but. Shane and Lizzie were definitely the ones that got me into personal training, so I probably would have taken longer to do it had it been on my own. I guess time or terms or whatever it was. But Shane and Lizzie were the ones that pushed me. Wow, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. That's yeah, so cool. I, I had a feeling you didn't know, so I was kind of happy that you asked me that. I was like, yeah. well, let me tell you, girl, this is how it happened.
0: That I mm-hmm. love that because they are a very supportive um, man. They're awesome couple in in anything people do. So mm-hmm. that's amazing.
1: Yeah, they really are amazing. Um, I appreciate them very much, very yeah. very much. Mm-hmm. Me too. (laughs) yeah i know you were pretty close with them yeah Mm -hmm.
0: so okay so you start getting into personal training Mm -hmm. you start personal training on your own Mm -hmm. um and had you already been doing competitions as well
1: yeah i was already doing shows first so working out on my own first shows first so like by shows we mean like npc competitions you know bikini uh division in the bodybuilding world that's what i did first Yeah. And are you still Mm -hmm. doing shows? So here's the thing. Since I'm getting my breast explant surgery in May, that's where all my money is going. This is is very, very expensive stuff. So I'm putting all my money towards this because I don't want to be in debt when it's over. You know what I mean? So I'm just paying this off. When you compete, guys, it's really, really expensive. So you want to make sure you have everything on point. Um, So there's that. But also, I I don't feel um, as energetic as I used to. Mm. That's part of my symptoms. Um, So I only work out like one or two times a week.
0: Really? One or two times a
1: week max, that's it because wow. my body doesn't allow me to do more. Wow. I look really good, like you look great. Yeah, I, look, <laughs> I I don't mean in a like conceited way, but I look like fine. But mm-hmm. I feel very tired a lot of the time, so. Yeah, that's why (laughs) that topic is very interesting, but I will be competing, I'm sure again, because I do miss it. Um, I love the challenge. I love pushing myself to limits that I didn't know were possible. I mean, I know they're possible, but I love getting into that mode. And of course, when you see your body change, like who doesn't want that? You know, you see your abs coming out, you feel more lean and stuff. So it's really, really cool. But I plan on doing that hopefully in the future, um, especially when I'm done with school. So I have about two more years left of school. Okay. So once that's done, once I feel like a little bit more chilled out with everything, then I'll do it because it's a huge commitment and I don't want to just like half-ass it. I want to go all in. It has
0: to be an all-in. Let's talk mm-hmm. about that really quick because, so you've done several shows. Mm-hmm. What do you find is like the hardest part about it?
1: I mean, just like almost anybody would say the diet, mm-hmm. the diet part, mm-hmm. you know, um, I would say that's the most challenging thing because you have to stick to a very strict routine and naturally as like humans, we don't want to stick to a diet. It's very hard for us and that's why they don't last forever. You never ever hear about anybody doing a diet for, you know, if they live to be 80 years old, they're not on a diet for, you know, let's say they start when they're 18, whatever years that's left, they don't continue a diet forever. Diets, um, especially fad diets or, you know, let's say prep competition diets, it's not maintainable. Mm. So I would say that's the most challenging thing, Um, especially as a personal trainer. Um, Since I'm active all day with my clients, it's hard. You know, you get a little tired and you want more food. And sometimes your body, especially us women, we have our days, you crave stuff, you know. So I would say the food part is when you can conquer that, you're good. You can conquer the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
0: mean, it, just from following people and mm-hmm. seeing Lizzie compete and do all that, yeah. I'm like, that is insane. It's a huge mm-hmm. commitment.
1: It's a very so big commitment. So right now, what is your diet? Right now? Yeah. I don't really have a specific diet. Yeah. I um, I can tell you that what I do mainly is like a mix of pescatarian, vegan, and vegetarian. So um, I don't necessarily like labels, but if you could put into a category or label it, it would be that. So I do eat fish um, as far as protein goes eggs. Um, I eat a lot of tofu and amame, stuff like that. And then, um, the rest of it's like just a bunch of plant-based stuff.
0: So would you recommend a more plant-based diet
1: for people looking to lose weight or lean out? Uh, You know, it's, it's a little bit harder in my opinion for me to lean out with, um, Lots of plant-based foods just because a lot of plant-based foods, yes, they have protein, but they also have carbs, a lot of carbs. Mm -hmm. So me, since I'm a little bit carb sensitive, it's harder for me to lean out. But here's the thing. So I'm studying nutrition, right? So I've been learning tons and tons of things over the past months. And, you know, it's crazy because what could work for you doesn't work for me and vice versa. So it's not that I would recommend plant-based for everybody. I would recommend people try everything out there, see what works for them, and then they go from there. So one diet will not work for all people.
0: Mm, okay. So for mm-hmm. your for instance, your clients mm-hmm. that you train, mm-hmm. you kind of work with them to yes. get a personalized diet for them? So
1: that's something as a personal trainer you can't necessarily do. But if you have more, um, I guess you could say like credentials, like if you're studying nutrition like myself mm-hmm. or if you're studying dietetics, that's when you can get a little bit more in depth and then you can call it a meal plan because technically as a nutritionist or a personal trainer, you can say meal plan. You just have to be really careful. You know, yeah. it, there's rules. It's crazy. There's people that don't know this, but there's rules to things. You have to be careful with what you say and how you word things. But um, as far as my clients go, I preach a whole food diet. So what I mean by that is just being really well-rounded with things. Mm. So fruits, veggies, carbs, fats, proteins, and trying not to miss anything. So I've been teaching, especially my new clients, how to pair foods together, how to pair their meals together. They send me pictures of their diets or not their diets, their meals. And um, I look at it and I say, that looks great. That looks awesome. Hey, this looks okay, but you need to add some protein in there. Cause I see carb, carb, fat. And it's like, where's the protein, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you have that, carbs, fats, and proteins all together in one plate, it's good. It's better for you because you're getting the most out of you can, the most that you can out of that meal.
0: I like that because I've heard a lot of of people say, like, just a whole – like, if it comes from the earth Mm -hmm. or if it grows on a tree, like, that's, like, the best – way to kind of go about eating but it's really hard again like you said it's like some things work for some people and other things don't at all it's
1: true yeah Yeah. there's people i'm sorry to interrupt but there's people that um think that they need to get on a gluten-free diet when they're not even allergic to gluten And some people don't even know what gluten is. So it's, yeah, it's funny. No, it's true. They'll see gluten-free. Oh, okay. I need to get that. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, everybody's so different. You could be okay with lactose, meaning, you know, the sugar found in milk. Mm -hmm. You could be fine with that if you drink regular milk. And then me, if I drink milk, I don't feel good. My body hurts. My stomach hurts. And it's just a big old yucky mess. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's just, it's, everybody's so different. And that's why I love learning about this stuff. I love it. I'm so excited to be um, doing what I'm doing because every time I learn something new in school or in my own, because um, I'm doing a, I'm doing a certification on my own, which mm-hmm. is a nutrition coaching certification. And when I learn stuff, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. This is so cool. Wow. that mm-hmm. That is
0: really cool because- I mean, I've noticed that not every trainer even has that certification Mm -hmm. to be a trainer or Mm -hmm. um, for nutrition especially. Mm -hmm. And I think that is, like, the most important thing. I always tell people Mm -hmm. because I'm not a fitness, like, expert, but I'm obviously – You're into fitness. Like, I'm into fitness. I'm into health. I'm into wellness. And a lot of people ask me, like, you know, like, what exercises should I do? And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, if you don't have time to exercise, at least just, like, eat as – best as you can but again I'm definitely not a nutritionist Mm -hmm. or certified in that Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of I think there's a lot of information out there especially like on YouTube and Mm -hmm. Instagram but some of it isn't I guess it's not it might not be correct or work for everyone yeah
1: it could be either or for sure it could also be like um like, I mean, the the main thing is that you could hear about one diet, like the keto diet, right? Mm-hmm. It could work really well for some people and other people it really doesn't. Another thing with that is like keto is not really supposed to be long term, like for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then there's certain, um, I forgot how, but I think things with like brain, like with your brain. Um, if there's somebody, you know, in a hospital that has brain issues, something's going on, a keto diet might be best for them. So it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And I've heard about like military people using keto diets to like make sure their mind's sharp and ready and mentally uh, aware. Wow. Yeah, it's so, you know, it's, it's more in depth like that. But um yeah, I feel like there's a lot of information out there. It could get kind of overwhelming. So... People need to try things on their own and see what works for them. And then once they feel a sensitivity to a certain food, maybe they feel bloated or yucky or tired right away, then eliminate that food, replace it with something else, and then see how they feel.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's the best way to figure Mm -hmm. out your body. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to exercise, even though you're only working out twice a week, Mm -hmm. what do you prioritize in your workouts?
1: I prioritize uh, CrossFit for sure Mm. because, I mean, it's so fun. It goes by in an hour, you burn a lot of calories and it's just, it's fun to do. I really enjoy it and I'm making sure, um, well, when I do CrossFit, they always include a compound lift. So like a deadlift or a squat or a bench press and that burns a lot of calories and you're working your entire body. So I make sure to go to my CrossFit at least once or twice a week. If not twice, then once is CrossFit and then another day could be like a light cardio day or it could be a leg day okay i try not to leave legs out because you know us girls want to keep the booty nice and tight so.
0: <laughs> yeah so so for you it's crossfit but like yes. for instance for me crossfit i'm like it's too much oh really yeah i mean i haven't no i that's a lie i tried it i, I did like one workout crossfit like mm-hmm. um maybe a year or so ago and i was mm-hmm. just like i feel like i'm gonna hurt myself Oh really? Like I just felt like it was because you know how you're like kind of racing against the clock mm-hmm. in yeah, a way, like a you want to beat your time. Mm-hmm. So me, I'm like, I want to do everything super fast, but then it's like really heavy or like mm-hmm. really instant that I felt mm-hmm. like my knees were gonna just shatter. Oh like gosh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was so like, when
1: <laughs> I feel that, so when you do crossfit, you want to make sure that um, whatever movements you're doing, you feel comfortable with. If there's something you don't feel comfortable with, just tell your coach. Yeah, mm-hmm, that goes for anybody. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. That's yeah. not a good feeling when you feel like your knees are going to I'm collapse just like in your... I just
0: remember feeling like, no, not, not uh-huh. for me. But I know a lot of people swear by it. Mm-hmm. And it's a great workout. Mm-hmm. It's just, I remember feeling like, Maybe I was really sore. (laughs) Maybe I should give it another shot. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: So that's the thing, though. Right there, that didn't work for you, so you don't do it. You stick to regular weight training, and that's okay. At least you're staying active and you're moving and you're building your body the way you want. And then other people, they just love CrossFit. They love it. Some people like to hike. Some people like to bowl. Some people like golf. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, just get some type of activity in. And that's what I like to preach too. Doesn't matter what you want to do. Just figure out what you enjoy, and enjoyment is key. So enjoyment is one of the things I try to incorporate with my clients when I train them. I try to talk to them, see what they like, see how they feel. I get feedback from them because I want them to like what they're doing. I don't want them to come in and be like, "Ugh, I gotta work like out today." I hate their lives. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I want them to enjoy it, and um, my girls notice that and they appreciate it. Yeah, I can tell. I yeah, because so. if you
0: don't enjoy it, you're not even like mm-hmm. putting in the effort because mm-hmm. it's like mind to muscle connection. Of course, it's a lot of things. Yeah, and it's like if you're, you're already disconnected because yeah. you're not enjoying it. Mm-hmm. So
1: it's like, yeah. Have get... you, have you done yoga before?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Ugh. You love it? I hate love it. You hate love it. I've had, well, I did yoga for many years when mm-hmm. I lived in New York, like mm-hmm. every single day I did Bikram, which is like oh, hot yoga. Yeah.
1: I love hot yoga.
0: I, d- I used to do Bikram every morning before school, like oh, okay. 90 minutes, just drenched. Yeah. Um, and then now I try to do it once a week at least mm-hmm. um where do you go just i curious. go to shanti oh i go to shanti too you do i never see you there yeah so i mean i go like heck? very sporadically because Me of my schedule mm-hmm. maybe that's why mm. <laughs> i go there and i i like i go to the other one on the east side um shanti's woman owned by the way woo! yes woo, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i love yoga but sometimes i have sessions where i'm just like I don't want to be here. Oh, yeah,
1: it happens. And so, yeah, and so imagine people feeling that way during their workouts, you know what I mean? And we have our days that we just don't want to do, that we don't want to be there. I was like that on Tuesday with CrossFit. I was like, oh, why did I come here? Why, why, why? I was so hungry. But once I got it done, I was like, yes, I burned some calories. I feel good. Um, But yeah, back to yoga, it's amazing. So some people, when they go in there, they're ready, they're focused, and they're so connected to what they're about to practice. Yeah. And it's the same way with any type of workout. Yeah. Like I said, hiking, bowling, it could be literally anything. Yeah. Walking at the park. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what you do, guys. Just make sure to be active and exercise however you can. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Speaking of quick, painful workouts, Pure Bar. Have you done Pure Bar?
1: No, I haven't. It's like a mix of ballet. It's like, it's like Pilates, Pilates. ballet
0: status. And you think like, oh, you know, because like you obviously go probably really hardcore in your workout. I do. And like sometimes I I do too. And yeah, like, but it's such small, tiny movements it's so painful. Really? Like, I'm screaming. Like, no I, way. Every time I'm in there, I'm like, I don't want to be here. Uh-huh. But then I'm happy that I went there because, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm so used to just, you know, the big
1: movements Yeah. Mm-hmm. that when it's those t- small, tight I would have movements. to try that to understand what you mean. Try it. Do they have drop-in sessions? They do. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, Shanti, you know how they have drop-in yeah, sessions? Yeah, yeah. You can
0: yeah try in the class or I think like your first class you can try it like oh really yeah yeah but it's small
1: tiny movements that's so crazy I would have to try that for sure I like trying new things me too yeah I told you basketball softball (laughs) I sucked I'm really bad at sports
0: too (laughs) yeah I'm really really bad but okay so what are like three key tips that our listeners can take away Mm -hmm. as far as like either nutrition or working out
1: Dang. So can you ask me like something specific?
0: Yeah. So like just with nutrition, like Mm -hmm. if they're just focusing on food, Mm -hmm. maybe they're working out here and there. But what are three things they can do to really amp up their nutrition Mm -hmm. or make sure they're kind of eating in that right
1: path? So here's the thing with the nutrition, like like we had previously discussed, be well-rounded with your foods. Don't eliminate one thing. So you need to have your carbs, fats and proteins and then fruits and veggies. Make sure you have that every day so it doesn't matter you know if you have your fruits in the morning and then veggies later on with the other meals and then you have your protein carbs fats like however it is that you want to I guess order it um, do that but have a well-rounded diet that's like the main thing now as far as uh, lifting goes or working out however it is you want um, I think that people overcomplicate uh, working out or being healthy and exercising and stuff. Oh, I want to wait till I lose five more pounds and then I'll go to the gym. It's like, well, aren't you going to go to the gym and lose those five pounds there? Like, yeah, they're <laughs> afraid of being there's people that are afraid of being judged. So I would say you need to stop thinking about it so much and just do it. That's my that's my second tip and first tip for fitness. So mm. you need to just start. Just do it like you could be ugh, waiting for a whole year because you want to lose 10 pounds and not let anybody see you at the gym because you're embarrassed who cares? Like no everyone's cares. there for them. No one cares about no you. One cares. No, dude, they're there for themselves. <laughs> yeah. Just like you, you need to go for yourself and better yourself and better your health. So more than um, and this is my next tip. My next tip, actually. So I'm gonna go into the third tip, which has to relate to you know the, the second one, but don't worry so much about how you look. Worry about exercising so that you feel really, really good. You feel energetic. You feel like you just feel awesome and ready to take on your day, your work, your school, whatever it may be. And then the looks will come second. So your body will start to shape after you've been consistent. Okay? So um, again, first thing is have a well-rounded food or a well-rounded diet. Second thing is just start. And the third thing is don't worry about people judging you. Just do it for yourself and focus on yourself and you got to, you got to just go because the years go by and before you know it, you know, you're 35 or 40 years old and you're like, man, I still haven't gone to the gym. Just go. Yeah. So those are my three tips. Um, Yeah. I I wish that I could help people. I guess you could say like have the confidence to just do whatever it is they want to do. Not not necessarily in health and fitness, but like in whatever they want to do. If they are like you, they're pursuing music, like, but they're too afraid because they don't have as many followers as so-and-so You know what I mean? Just start whatever it is that you're passionate about, that you like, just go and do it. Like start with what you have Mm -hmm. and trust me, it'll just grow from there. It will grow. Yeah. If you're consistent with it, it will grow. Yeah. Yeah. And I can, I feel like I can definitely speak from experience, like looking back at like, you know, meeting Shane and Lizzie, like from that time or even before that, just doing competitions and learning how to exercise, like I would put myself out there with certain things or I would just say yes to certain, um, I guess, opportunities. I would just say yes. Like, what's the worst that can happen? It doesn't work out. And then what? You learn something at least. Or you try to take something out of every experience, every opportunity, even if it didn't work out. So it didn't necessarily fail because you learned something. But, you know, it just didn't work out and you go on to the next thing. But that's going to give you more experience for the next stuff in your life. And it's going to prepare you to be where you're at in five years, ten years, whatever it may be.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mm-hmm. think that's like a huge, it's just, it's just doing it. Just mm-hmm. like, just do it. Just yeah. start. Um, I remember I started making YouTube videos mm-hmm. in my room in New York, like mm-hmm. in my tiny studio. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. Oh gosh, they're terrible. Do you look like a baby? <laughs> I look, look like a baby. Oh my God. I, and even my, like, I'm like, I'm going to sing this song. Uh-huh. Like I, my, like everything is like <laughs> it's rough, but I remember being like I just got to put it out there and like not yeah. care and just and just do it. Mm-hmm. And then as the years go by and as my videos have progressed since mm-hmm. then, that was like in 2011 or I was 12. I about to ask
1: you when was that? Yeah, 2011 mm-hmm. or 12.
0: And I would film on my iPhone, like horrible mm-hmm. quality, and just but you can see you can see any YouTubers
1: mm-hmm.
0: like the evolution yeah, and evolution through their from their first video to their most recent mm-hmm. one. And and I've gotten so many opportunities from that. Mm-hmm. Even when I thought like this isn't good, mm-hmm. this isn't good at mm-hmm. all. So I always tell people the same thing: like just start with what you have, mm-hmm. and then slowly like I want to invest in this and mm-hmm. that, and then you get. yeah you eventually get there. It, like mm-hmm. no one does it overnight.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like no one wakes up with yeah.
1: <laughs> I, that's true. I like how you mentioned the word invest because um you know I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I I try to. Um, expand my knowledge as much as possible and just open up my mind to things and just learn new things. But um, I hear about, you know, you are your biggest investment. So this could deal with health and fitness. It could deal with school, whatever it is, investing yourself. So if there's, you know, little things that you want to get. So let's say there's a person that's shy, just because I want to kind of touch on this a little bit. There's a person that's super shy, embarrassed to go to the gym. Well, guess what? Work out at home. Go to Marshall's, get a set of dumbbells, get a yoga mat and go. You have a couch, I'm sure you may have, you may even have some stairs at home, maybe, you know, um, but you can do a lot with the yoga mat, dumbbells and a couch. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you have walls, you could do stuff there too. So (laughs) no, for real. Yeah. Yeah. So for people, in case anyone who's listening, you know, feels like, let's say they can't afford a gym membership or again, they're too shy or embarrassed to go to a gym in front of people. You got to work out at home. If you really want this for yourself and you want to change and you want to be better, work out at home. It's possible. Yeah. What yeah. you said made me think about that. So I was like, I want to say that just so that yeah. people think about things. So I'm trying to help people as much as possible. And I really want to bring value. And I really want to bring some knowledge to people's, you know, life. Yeah. So every, if you say something, I'll be like, oh, by the way. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no,
0: please. please. Yeah. And that's that's kind of um, getting into the next thing of like your Instagram. Mm. You know, I love that. Like I mentioned, it's every post you have for the majority is like, you're making it helpful to others, you know. What I, I mean? would hope so. You always like share knowledge mm-hmm. on whatever you're going through, or what you're experiencing, mm-hmm. or what you just learned, and I think that's really important because, um, you know, there's a lot of fitness pages and a lot of you know mm-hmm. information going around. And mm-hmm. but I enjoy the authenticity that Thank comes you. from your page. So, what is your kind of mission? through your Instagram and like through your knowledge that you're sharing as a personal trainer?
1: That is such a great question. So in my bio, I have my name and then underneath I have just for fun because I want to remind people that, you know, don't take life too seriously, um, have fun with things. Um, that's just how I feel about that. Uh, so I try to like lighten up the mood, I guess. And you can tell what things that I say in my caption. Like I say little silly things or like I'll say funny words or whatever. Um, just because I feel like you mentioned the word authenticity, right? So I feel like being authentic is one of the best things you could do. Like when I, I think there's times in the past, you know, I was younger where I felt like, let's say I met somebody or had a conversation or just had some type of opportunity or whatever it may be, but I didn't, maybe I wasn't fully myself and it's not a good feeling. So I just told myself like, you know, again, don't worry about what people think, just be yourself and that's the best you can do. So I, I just feel like being authentic, being true, um, being yourself is so, so important. And um, along with that, I try to just spread awareness of health and um, and fitness. Uh, my main thing is wellness, though. So um, I'll talk about this a little bit. But uh, yeah. next month I will be having... I didn't even think I would talk about this, but here I am talking about it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So next month I will be launching my website and my new logo. Um, so I'll be having... I will have a lot of uh, nutrition and fitness, um, I guess you could say, programs in there available to people. So, wellness is a complete, um, there's different dimensions, right? So, it's not just like, oh, you're fit and that's it. It's like, your mental health, your mm. you know, physical health, it could be your emotional health, your social health, your spiritual health. So all those things combined create wellness. So I'm gonna be calling my brand Wellness with Jovi. And I'm already buying the domains. So nobody <laughs> could <take>. say <laughs> I'm buying them like this week. So you can't take that guys, okay? <laughs> Just saying. None so, of you are named Jovi,
0: yeah, J O V Y. So yeah, <laughs>
1: That's my name. So, yeah um, wellness is something that I've been diving into deeper and deeper as the months have gone by, as I've uh, as I've been learning and stuff like that. So wellness is huge for me to preach to others because if you're not uh, well mentally. You're not going to be well in other areas of your life. So I'm not a psychologist or psychiatrist, but when I talk to my clients, I ask them, how do you feel about this? I ask them, okay, how'd you eat today? Or how'd you eat yesterday? You know what I mean? If they sent me pictures, oh, how'd that go for you? I like to ask. I like to know how they felt because that's going to help me be a better trainer for them, a better nutritionist for them, and just make their life better. So I love diving into how people feel. So again, back to that whole wellness thing, um, wellness is my mission. And I've been discovering that over the months. Um, actually, today I'm going to be giving my first... Okay, it's so weird. Today is my first podcast, right, with you. Awesome. Um, but today's going to be my first uh, talk about nutrition it's like a, a little nutrition seminar Where? It's at Elevate oh at the gym gosh. that I work at at yeah. 630. Yeah. So there's a, a rotary club of El Paso. Mm-hmm. There's different rotary clubs. There's one on central that's been around for like a hundred years. There's another location that's run by my client. She's the president of that. So she invited me to speak. Wow. So it's going to be myself. And then the owner of Elevate, his name's Mark Duchesne. He'll be doing that with me. So we'll be uh, speaking about nutrition, just helping people become more aware and more knowledgeable and uh, understand how to eat healthy. So that's my first, like, talk today, which, again, is so weird because I have my first podcast today. So crazy. Yeah. Uh-huh, but that's my mission, to help people. I want to bring, again, value and knowledge to people's lives. I don't want to just be like, hey, here are my butt cheeks. Take a look. <laughs> You're nice, right? Like, I want to yes. I want to help people. I really, really do. I love that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I,
0: I get that. Like, I get that from your posts, mm-hmm. from
1: your stories. Yeah.
0: Um, and even when you talk about wellness, Mm -hmm. which is extremely important, Mm -hmm. um, I just listened to a podcast where they were talking about the emotional element Mm -hmm. of health and fitness Mm -hmm. and wellness and how it, that can really, really affect your body. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was living in New York, I was, I mean, I was overweight in the sense of like for my body frame Mm -hmm. and I was so stressed and I ate perfectly Mm-mm. i ate perfectly i was so crazy about my what i was eating um i worked out all the time everything could mm-hmm. not lose any weight mm-hmm. um and then the moment i moved back to el paso i lost 20 pounds oh my like gosh. like i i wasn't even working out like regular i was just eating mm-hmm. normal like what my mom cooks mm-hmm. um which is fairly healthy and all of a sudden i just like dropped it and i was like it was a stress
1: yes it was the stress. It's insane what it does to your body. And,
0: like, the sti- overstimulation of New York City and, like, all these other things. Um, and I didn't realize it until I had left and mm-hmm. was like, whoa. Yeah. And I was a lot calmer and my anxiety levels were down and just I mean, overall change in, like, my mood and everything. That and, makes so
1: much sense. And okay. it was
0: insane to me. And so hearing you talk about, like, your mental mm-hmm. and your emotional state is... Mm-hmm. Incredibly important to your body.
1: It really is.
0: Because everything connects. So there's no way it can oh yeah. One can just function and the rest be like, Mm -hmm. whatever.
1: Yeah. And you can function like that for a little bit, but something you're gonna feel like something is off. And until you address whatever issue that is, till you make that better, then you're gonna be like, Oh, I feel a little bit better now. I feel like more whole, more complete.
0: Um, and then speaking about Instagram and what you share, you're very Mm -hmm. open about your journey. Especially with your breast augmentation. Oh, girl, it's been a
1: journey. So tell us a little oh bit gosh, about that. Man. So I'll try to keep it short. But um <laughs> so I got my breasts done about two years ago in December. Um and um I really love them. I, I still I still like them a lot, but Throughout the past year, I've been experiencing some symptoms, and it's just been getting progressively worse. And it's been ah uh, chronic fatigue. Um, it's been a lot of, uh, chronic fatigue is the is the main thing. But since my breasts are so heavy, because I naturally have small boobs, mm-hmm. um, I got them really big. I'm not gonna say what size. I got them really <laughs> big, and they're very heavy. They get in the way. They hurt. Um, I have to wear a sports bra a lot of the time to bed because I can't just be, yeah, I can't just have like no sports bra. It's really uncomfortable. Wow, it's really, really uncomfortable. Um, let me see. I, since a lot of girls listen to this, I will just say it. Um my one of my breasts, um if you look up capsular contracture, I have a little bit of that. It's not that severe. thank God cause it's only been two years, but I have that in my in one of my breasts. So there's that too. Um, I know so many females in the fitness industry who've gotten their boobs done and they have issues with them and guess what they do? They have a new surgery and then another one and then another one. And I've known girls that get four to five surgeries, you know, breast augmentation because the implants don't stay right or they get capsular contracture every time. And it happened to me once, which, you know, it's my first time getting them. It hasn't been working out. I have not been feeling very good. So for me... I choose to remove them. I don't want to just continue to get worse or to get them done again and then Mm. have the same thing happen again. Why would I want that? Just continuing. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be on that cycle. So I would rather get them removed, feel better. Um, I will say that since my implants are so big, uh, what they're going to be doing is removing some fat from my abdominal area. So I have been gaining a little bit of weight, just a little tiny bit, and I will have to gain a little bit more uh, before my surgery um, and yeah, they'll be removing some fat from my abdomen area because I have no fat anywhere else. So they can't take it from anywhere else, really. Wow. So they're going to take some from there, put them in my boobs and then remove the implants. So I'll be getting this done in, uh, in Beverly Hills. So yeah, it's a wow. really good doctor. That's good. really, really good. So he'll make me feel better by taking the implants out along with, and this is really important guys. So if you're experiencing this and you're looking at getting explant surgery, uh, you need to remove the capsule around the implant. It's not just the implant comes out. It's the capsule around it. It needs to be removed very, uh, in a particular way. So remove all of that and then make sure they get all of the stuff out because there's some women and I've seen so many videos. They have mold, mold mm-hmm. in their body. They have mold in their body and it's stuck to their ribs and they need to get it scraped off Oh my and gosh. then close you back up and you're good. So if you don't remove the capsule along with the implant, you will still be sick. Just so yeah. you know. So yeah, um... I'll be, I'll be getting that surgery pretty soon. Um, in like the middle of the year. Yeah. Early mid-year. Um, it's already set. Yeah. So I haven't said the exact date to anybody really, but yeah, it's, it's going to happen. So I'm so excited to feel like myself again. Like I'm so, I'm so ready. Wow. I'm so ready. Yeah. And the, and the thing is, like we said, um, I preach wellness, so I can't, go back on my word and be like, well, I want to have big, nice, sorry, but big fake tits. Like I want <laughs> yeah. to have that yeah. over my health. I, I don't, I don't want to be one of those people. I want to prioritize my health. Just like I would want to, let's say my little sister, you know, if she were sick or something or my mom, you know, due to, you know, breast implants, I'd be like, get them out. Like yeah. you got to feel better. Like if you don't have your health, you have nothing guys. Honestly, and that's yeah. something huge that I preach. You could have all the money in the world, but if you're sick, guess what? What's that money gonna do for you? I mean, hopefully it helps you get better. But what if it doesn't? You know. So my point is, just take care of yourself in every single way that you can. Know that there's another alternative to breast augmentation with implants. There's also fat transfer, guys. So uh, one of my one of my best friends' sisters, or one of my yeah, one of my good friends' sisters she already booked the surgery with my, with my surgeon for March and she'll be doing a fat transfer to her boobs. And I feel so happy because she's doing fat transfer instead of implants because of me, because I shared my information. I put myself wow. out there. So, isn't that so cool? Like, so you can take the fat from your stomach yep, and you put can, it in your boobs. Yes. You can put it in your butt too. Sign me up. No, just kidding. <laughs> they do. They do a really good job too. Wow. A really, really, I'll have to show you some stuff after. And, um, I don't know. I can, I can definitely like, I don't know if I can plug this in here, but uh, my surgeon is Sculpt. So you go to at on Instagram, at, and then Sculpt with a Q. Okay. And it's right there. Okay. And so he's still building his Instagram because, you know, I want to say this because I really do admire what he's doing. My surgeon is huge in Beverly Hills. He worked with a couple of other surgeons in a big practice. Now he, uh, he finished like his time there or whatever it was, and he's making his own practice called Sculpt. And what they're doing is they are doing no silicone whatsoever. So it's a silicone-free environment, no breast implants whatsoever, okay? And they're just dedicated to uh, ex-plant surgeries and also fat transfer. So they have um, some pictures on there of before and after with, like, the uh, fat transfer to the breasts and stuff like that and the but- and the boobs, or uh, sorry, and the butt. <laughs> and, yeah, it looks really awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, wow. it's really, really cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so how did you... How
0: did you... F- Find out, is there a certain name of the, that it's called? Like, is there a name for the, you know, the... The fat transfer? No, no, no. For what you're feeling. like Oh other yeah, there's the, a
1: name for it. Uh, it's called BII, which is breast implant illness. I will say I'm not as severe as other women because they have rashes or they have... Man, they have insomnia. It's a huge list, guys. So if you go to, I mean, because Instagram's everything, right? So go to Instagram, look up breast implant illness symptoms, or you could just Google it too. You're going to find a list of symptoms. You're going to find at least 30 symptoms, at least. And you're going to see there's some women that have checked off their symptoms, right? And I've checked off my symptoms. So I have it like in my phone and I have the date and everything. So I, I make sure nothing's getting progressively worse, even though it already is, um, just want to make sure I have no new symptoms. So yeah, there's, it's called breast implant illness.
0: And were you diagnosed with this or you kind of made your own self-assessment? So
1: yeah, self-assess for sure. But here's the thing. So there are some doctors that don't recognize BII as real. They say, "Oh, it's in your head." Like I know people, especially this one girl. Um, she just DM'd me the other day. She's like, "Hey, I went to my surgeon and I let him know. You know, hey, I'm feeling like this because uh, I I believe it's my boobs, so my-, my breast implants." And he's like, "No, it's in your head. It's just Instagram. Like people are making you feel scared, blah blah." And it's like, "No, dude, like." this is real. Like this really, really happens. Like people are sick. So how can you tell me that like hundreds of thousands of women all over the world in different countries, you know, like United States, Australia, New Zealand, uh, everywhere, everywhere. Like these women have the same symptoms. So a girl in Australia has the same symptoms as me. We both have breast implants. We have nothing else in common. Yeah. Like it's the breast implants. And guess what? A lot of women that have gotten their breast implants removed, they feel better the same day, the same day. And they all say the same thing. I can breathe better. I can smell better. I can see better. It's like, it's crazy. It's so, so crazy. And depending on the extent of their symptoms, they just feel better that day. It's it's so weird. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm
0: sure that's like a huge developing thing that people are trying mm-hmm. to figure out. But that's amazing that you're yeah. sharing your knowledge mm-hmm. and you're very open on Instagram about mm-hmm. it. like
1: Because mm-hmm. that's a very personal
0: thing to go through
1: i think so too and i think um i think again we talked about this earlier kind of but you're afraid of what others will think but here's the thing if you're going through something like that and you can help others why not share it you don't have to give the details you don't have to give like super crazy details about what you're feeling but you could say hey i've been feeling sick and it's because of my implants so just so you know this could potentially happen that's all you have to say We don't say anything else. Mm -hmm. But I feel like a lot of women, it it would help them because so many of us, you know, we want to be perfect and we want to look great and we want to be just everything, right? So we want to have a nice butt, nice boobs, great waist, dress nice, have great makeup. We want to be perfect, essentially. Not everybody can be perfect. So we resort to things like that. And I'm not saying that's bad. I think that you can do whatever you want. And I don't judge anybody. You can literally get whatever surgery you want. Get, get breast implants or get implants in your butt if you want but um just know that there's some risks just know that you know but I don't judge anybody just just so we're very clear on that
0: that's good mm-hmm. I mean yeah it's like yeah it's 2020 yeah you can do whatever the hell yeah, you want you can. you can look however you want mm-hmm. um can't say whatever you want you should be careful with that but
1: <laughs> yeah you, you should be careful with that I try I, I've gotten better at that over the years um <laughs> But, oh, and I also want to make it very clear, this doesn't happen to 100% of women that get breast implants. It's not everybody that gets sick. It has been a big majority of people, but not everybody gets sick. Yeah. Just so we're very clear on that, too. Well, just on that, like, it's,
0: you know, do your research, see your doctor, and again, like, how you're tracking your yeah. your progress mm-hmm. with it and, like, the symptoms and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, only you know yeah. what you're going through. Yeah. So, you know, especially because we're not doctors and Mm -hmm. we're not certified or anything, but Mm -hmm. definitely if you're feeling that way about anything in your body or your mind, like, I'm
1: glad you said that. Yeah. It's, it's important. mm -hmm, I'm glad you said that. So just so we're clear, guys, it could be literally any implants that you get in your body. It could be dental implants. It could be, it could be anything that potentially can make you sick, not just breast implants. Yeah. Just we work clear. Yeah. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Oh man. Well, yeah, that's a new crazy. topic for the the podcast. I yeah. love it. I love did you it. learn something? I did. I mean, I think it's just very interesting. Okay. Um, just because, like, if you're trying something different with your body, mm-hmm. you. I mean, I'm so hyper aware of my body mm-hmm. like, oh, I ate that and now you I feel yourself. bloated, or I don't feel well, or this and that. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's just important to always be researching and self aware and conscious of like what you're putting in your body. How your mm-hmm. body's reacting to your mind, everything. Like, yeah, I think it's incredibly important because, I mean, if I don't feel well, I don't want to do anything.
1: That's what I'm saying. Girl, it makes if life, you have no help, f-
0: you have nothing. So hard. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, as you're well. welcome. Yeah,
1: awesome. I'm happy to to be on here and to be talking about that. Yeah,
0: it's. I think it's um, it's kind of like new for people. Maybe yes. maybe not on Instagram, but like. Definitely, no. it's not a conversation I hear all the time. So uh-uh. it's cool that we can share this yeah. knowledge. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm glad to be sharing it. Okay, now we're going to take a little t- twist. Oh, little, my gosh. Well, s- okay, <laughs> what, is what is it, it going to be? No, I'm just... <laughs> I'm like... Dun, dun, dun. No, no, no. I just want to refer back to... I know you had mentioned your new website mm-hmm. and your training programs. Mm-hmm. And we're so excited to hear that Thank because you. I know... Um, probably a lot of people will be tuning in for that. I
1: hope so. And able
0: to learn more, knowledge more. Um, Knowledge more, that's not a word. (laughs) No, I got what you are saying, girl. I was like, yeah,
1: knowledge more. (laughs) Yeah, knowledge
0: more. (laughs) Uh But is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners? Any last tips? It can be with wellness. It can be with mental. It can be with
1: anything. Mm, Man, I live by this. Um, I think that uh, a huge thing I've learned in my life is – Don't be afraid to try something new. Um, Take risks in that way because you never know what opportunity could come out of it Um, really quickly. I say yes to a lot of things, a lot of opportunities, because, again, you just don't know what could come out of it. You don't know who you could meet or you don't know whose life you could be improving. So take risks, even if you're a little bit scared to, like, say yes to something within reason, of course, you know, if you feel comfortable with that person or whatever it may be. Try new things, say yes, take risks. I think that that's a huge thing that has helped me in my life. I love that. I will say that, yeah. Yeah.
0: And one last question. Mm -hmm. What do you feel? um, How do you feel you've grown on your fitness journey?
1: Oh, man. Uh, I would just say that, I mean, just like anything, the more you're in a certain field, you're going to learn more, right? So I just feel like my knowledge about, health and fitness has seriously like it's it's grown big time um in the sense of understanding that health is not just your fitness and your body it's how you feel on the inside too it's a it's a huge thing so I've been learning more and more about that and um I would say in that sense like especially with my major which is um nutrition education and the study and the focus is a public health so learning about those things is just showing me like there's so much more to health than just looking fit. So I feel like, yeah, again, my knowledge has has grown. Has been the biggest mm-hmm. thing. That's great. Yeah. I mm-hmm. love that. Okay, well, before we go, mm-hmm. let us know where we can find you. Okay, at Jovi, J-O-V-Y underscore Castillo on Instagram. Um, I just made a LinkedIn, so I don't even know what it says, if it's Jovi Castillo or what, but I'm on LinkedIn now, so I'll be uploading <laughs> okay. a lot of stuff yeah. there. Um. Where else can you find me? Uh, Facebook, I try to leave for, like, my family and stuff. Um, what and about YouTube? YouTube? No, not yet. I try the whole YouTube thing, and I just don't have... Right now, with everything I have going on, I don't have the time to, like, edit because I want to make sure it's nice. I think if I get on YouTube... Um, I mean, I'm on there. You could find me. It says Jovi Castillo it's on there, but the videos are horrible. It's pretty bad. Like, but it's okay. Honestly, it's fine with me. I don't feel bad whatsoever. So if I get back on again or when I get back on again, I will just pay somebody to take footage of me and create the videos because I just don't have that time. It's really hard. hard. Yeah. Yeah. But that's where you can find me. Instagram and LinkedIn and Twitter is the same name. And, uh, and your website coming soon. The website coming soon. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be (laughs) posting more about that. So I have, I'm probably going to buy like three different three or four different domain names that I already found. So I have to make sure to get that. And then um, I'm anticipating that late February is when I'll be done I love with that. everything, logo oh. and, and uh, website. Okay, guys.
0: So make sure to follow her on Instagram and then stay tuned for her website and her plans to come soon. And thank you so much for being here on the Restless Podcast. Thank you for having me. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe and rate us. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Restless Podcast. Until the next episode, stay motivated, stay hungry, and stay restless.